graphic nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. The views and opinions expressed, including the depictions of persons of color and members of the LGBTQA community, do not reflect any official policy or position of the U.S. government. This program contains graphic language, violence, nudity, misogyny, racism, anti-Semitism, hate crimes, and depictions of sexual assault. Be advised. At last, the work of generations is complete. The great error is corrected. The day of victory is at hand. The day of revenge. The day of the Sith. Your podcast will fail. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith. Guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com and you're listening to the Two Strangers One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices. Please visit TwoStrangersOnePodcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Paul Pasquillo. Hello and welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. And I don't know if I blew out everyone's ears when I just said that, because I got a brand new microphone stand. And you would think, like, I've been doing this podcast, for, well, you know, we've been doing this podcast for years. I've been doing it for seven, in a couple months will be eight years. I finally got one of those um, weird robot arm looking ones, like, or, you know, like, when, you know, the ones that, are, like, every, like, when you watch every radio show in the country that they actually have, like, it kind of extends and goes up and down and whatever. So, like, I have the microphone right by my face. But I don't have a pop filter, so if I'm pop, 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 popping, uh, sorry about that. But I got this on, and I don't know if we, have, I, have we ever mentioned this before? The the website Wish, Wish.com? And this is not a sponsorship or anything like that. Um, I don't think so. Yeah, it's it's basically, it's a site that sells shit from fucking China. And it's like, you know, and, and, and don't be wrong, like, if you go on YouTube... Because I thought I discovered some new shit. I go on YouTube and there's like a million Wish videos. Now, don't be wrong. They sell a lot of phony shit, a lot of bogus shit. Uh, you know, buyer beware. You know, it's definitely one of those jokes like, you know, where it's sort of, you know, when you bought it online, it looked like this. And, and you know, when you get it, when you finally get it home, it looks a lot different. It's definitely one of those sites. Um, a lot of the stuff is like super cheap. And, and, the, and the other thing you kind of have to take into account is that. If you order something, you're not going to get it for like a month, and it's it's very worrisome. Uh, there are there are like accredited buyers and stuff like that, and I and I make sure like when I buy stuff from Wish.com, it's sort of like I make sure that the buyer has a good rating, or that you know the I mean not the buyer, the seller has a good rating, the store has a good rating, um, and they have like a little blue check mark, and but the only thing is that they send it and they send it like dirt cheap, and then. The stuff sits in customs, and it's all, it's all coming from China. All the packaging is fucking, you know. I don't, I'm not even going to try to say the names of the cities because it's going to make me sound like I'm racist. But um, uh, so like I said, so like you like you go like this arm thing. I mean, well, this actually came pretty fast. This actually came like in a week and a half. Um, but yeah, you like you would buy this, and usually like you see this in the store, and it goes for like twenty, thirty bucks. I got it on Wish for like ten, like three dollars shipping, so thirteen altogether, and. 
Once again, you know, if you if you were buying it anywhere in the United States, you know, I mean, unless you found it used on eBay or something, like that, it'd go for like twenty bucks. So, um, I become I've I've come addi- addicted to this site because it's it's like stupid little things, you know, uh, you know, button uh, stickers, uh, you know, and don't be wrong, it, it's all bogus little dumb shits but uh i don't know i've gotten addicted to it so now i got this actually um this little arm thing so it holds the microphone right up to my face because i used to have those little i used to have the actual like and you've seen it obviously when we used to record you know it actually sits on the table and holds but the whole thing is that that's one of those deals where like whenever anyone pounds their hand against the table because we always forget that the microphone's recording and the microphone's on the table we get all passionate about something we smash our hands into the table and uh and the microphone picks it up so I wonder, like, I'm pretty sure, like, if I hit my desk now, I mean, I wonder, you know, but it doesn't sound like I'm hit punching the fucking microphone. Yeah. But, um, I had recently, uh, once again, uh, welcome to all the new listeners to the podcast. And I'm, I'm wondering if there's anybody listening to this podcast who is, uh, a local performing comedian in rock. And, and the reason I bring that up is that, you know, I've been going to, and I, I mean, I haven't, it's been a while. I haven't done it in a couple, in a couple of months actually but around my birthday and around the earlier part of this year i was i was kind of going to open mics and doing comedy and stuff like that you know and even like you know remember like on my birthday i did a set on my birthday and um with that you know when you go do comedy you know uh it, it's it's a halfway decent community here there's a lot of good people uh you know a lot uh pretty much i would say uh, the, a, a majority of my the new friends that i've made like on facebook or whatever are sort of people that i've met through doing like comedy and stuff like that and but there are people who you know they do they'll do the open mic but you know they're they're going to paid gigs they 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 you know obviously when you do an open mic you're you're doing it for free you, you do the open mic to to get your shit in order you know it's like practice it's like learning how to work the room and stuff like that and there are people who then do paid gig you know you know they'll you know they'll do the open mic on wednesday but then you know on on a saturday they you know they do a regular club or on a thursday night they do a regular club and that being said you know this being the day and age that we live in where you know people on facebook you know they always send you invites oh come to my show come to my show come to my show and so uh you know i was having a conversation with uh one of our our local uh com- comedians and stuff like that and you know and i had actually i had already gone to one of his shows actually i think i've gone to like two of his shows and not specifically for him but i've been to shows where he's performed shows that i'm expected to spend money like when you go to when you go to these gigs you know there you paying money at the door and of course you know you're not going to you're not also, the whole reason these places host comedy is because you're going to go there and drink you're not you know uh, if if you're going to a theater, <laughs> you know you're gonna go see like a you know a, a more professional comedian or something like that. You pay to go to the theater and you sit in your seat and you enjoy the show. And you go into a bar, they're they're, they're specifically having people come to the bar because you're you're paying to get in the place, and of course they they also want you to you know pay for beer and stuff like that. So you know, and then I had mentioned that I do a fucking podcast, you know, and this guy was like, oh, you know, oh, you, you do a podcast? And I was like, I think anybody that knows me, and don't get me wrong, I know this guy has a lot of followers, and I know, you know, he can't keep track of every, you know, he's 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 taking care of his own career and stuff like that, but it's sort of like, you know, I just felt like a little, like, slighted where it's sort of like, oh, you don't, you know, you won't listen to my free podcast. You're not even aware that my free podcast even exists, even though we're friends on social media, and, you know, whenever I put out a new episode, I talk about it. I don't talk about it all the time, and I don't fucking shove it down people's throats, but yet, you know, every week, I'm getting the Facebook invite to his gig, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you got no problem inviting me every fucking week to one of your gigs and which i understand that's you know people promoting their stuff but you know but like not even acknowledge that you that you know that one of the people that you're asking to spend money at one of your, your shows 
don't even listen to a, you know a free fucking podcast because I would say if, of all the uh, and don't be wrong you know over the years a lot of friends that I've made uh, once again on Facebook and stuff like that people that I that don't live in Rochester I mean shit that's how we know each other it's through the fucking podcast you know and I you know I, I'm I'm probably not the most the world's most loyal tsunami faithful listener <laughs> but you know no, you're not <laughs> but i'm saying is but i've listened to a couple of episodes you know what i'm saying like not a couple but i mean over the years you know it's on my playlist it's you know it's when you know when you know i after i go through all my major <laughs> and I, you know there's the obviously that there's ones that i have a little bit more priority that i listen to but then you know i'm like if i'm taking care of shit around the house and stuff like that you know i throw even though i, I i'm i'm not the biggest anime fan i don't have tsunami in my house you know, I'll listen to your other your other baby. And, you know, that being said, you know, all my friends that are and 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 don't be wrong, I'm friends with people and I love you guys to death. <laughs> Some of your podcasts ain't that fucking great, but I'll still listen to it just so I can like, I, not that I, you know, I feel like a little bit obligated at the at the very least, like oh, you know, and then sometimes you know someone will have a good episode or someone will have like a funny line and I'll hit them up my Facebook. I'm like, yo, you know, when you guys had that bit where you're talking about the fucking you know bologna sandwich, I was fucking I was cracking my ass off, you know, shit like that, you know, I. I like doing that and 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 don't get me wrong we do have people who interact with the show and and listeners and stuff like that and they know who they are and i've shouted them out in the past you know and i love those guys and and, and it, it feels great when someone's like oh when you guys are talking about this and that you know we, you know that was funny and this and this and that or you know paul doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about there's <laughs> well, stuff like when people interact with the show like that I, you know, I love it. It means they're fucking listening and stuff like that. So, you know, I just, I felt like a little slighted. Like, you know, you don't have a, you don't know I have a podcast, but you know, you're going to ask me every fucking week to come to your show, pay a door charge. And then, you know, obviously I'm going to a bar. I'm not going to sit there and fucking play with my nuts as you fucking perform. I'm going to buy beer. You know, that's how these fucking places make their money. So that's just me bitching about that. Um, you don't bitch in general as usual. <laughs> I bitch all the time. That's the whole reason I have a fucking. Mm-hmm. That's the whole reason we have the fucking podcast. Um. All right, let's talk about some local news. And I know it's gonna sound, uh, you know, uh, not to alienate anybody, but uh, have have you followed at all this green light law they've they've introduced? In oh, you're talking about the one um... where un- undocumented immigrants yeah, yeah, can, yeah, yeah. can apply I, for a driver's license i i don't well i think it's more like an id but yes yeah i know what you're talking about yeah, yeah. so it's sort of yeah like i don't know how to feel about it because you know i i do very much you know, look and i'm obviously you know i'm not a trump guy I do think people should do everything in their power <laughs> to come to this country legally and and and, and become citizens legally. Um, the opinions of Christopher Cuomo <laughs> do not necessarily. No, but I'm saying, but but don't be wrong. Just because there there are people, there are so many illegal drivers out there every day. There's people who fucking have suspended licenses because they got fucking DWIs and they don't give a shit. You know, you got people who you know that they're just fucking low lives and they just never got fucking uh, drivers. You know, license in the first place and do whatever grace of grace of glory that they have they've never been pulled over i mean i i guess where i'm at with this is i i I really feel like for me it's not about it's not like i'm not one of those people that's like yes immigrants have to have an id i'm more of the the like okay i want to have some i want the to have the ability to be able to track you in some way kind of deal and i think that's part of the reason why they they put this into effect and i think people are taking it the exact opposite way mm-hmm. because i'm like first of all you, you're getting more money because immigrants are going to be encouraged to get this but then you're also able to track them and you know this is your way of being like okay so if they commit a crime you're matching it up with their license and now you have a face mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. 
So I feel like it's a good thing in multiple in multiple ways. And I I just don't understand why people are so against it when it could when it actually is probably a better thing than what they think. Oh, yeah, that's that's this whole thing is like like part of like part of me is like saying, yes, and I agree. I totally agree with you. This is a good thing. And 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 people should have some documentation Mm-hmm. You know, maybe not. It obviously doesn't meet the standards, and and they, you know, obviously if you hear undocumented, you haven't played by the rules. No. <laughs> but you know, there are good people on both sides. No, I mean, there, you All know, <laughs> there are good people who. Okay, one of the, you know, every good person, you know, not no one, no one, no one has fucking a, a pure immaculate fucking soul, you know. So okay, you got here illegally, or whatever the case may be. And once again, yes, I agree with it that they should have uh, documentation, but you know. But it's it also you know the the little fucking little bugging my voice in the back of my head is like you know oh that's just you know letting them it's giving them a, a get out of jail card you know it's sort of like getting them you know and it just sounds and it's also like it's it's weird like where you're saying like hi I'm an undocumented immigrant I mean it, it, I, you're I could, sort of blowing up your own spot like you know what I'm saying like well, the, yeah, the way yeah. the way I mean, ICE has been fucking you know the way ICE has been recently and stuff like that and 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 you know it's very easy. To, to distract uh is is very easy to distract people like hey don't worry about my problems worry about these brown people over there that came into this country illegally the opinions of Christopher Cologne <laughs> I mean you know it, it's very you know when you got people from South America just, you got people from Muslim countries they're brown I people mean, <laughs> I guess I get I get the I mean when you say it like that I kind of think of it as maybe what people are thinking of is oh we're just giving these people IDs and that's making them a citizen and maybe that's what they're thinking. Whereas if they became a citizen and then were able to get an ID because they became a citizen, that's different. Well, it's um, not, I, I think. I mean, I guess like, I could see like, that. Oh, you're 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 making it easy for them. It's like yeah, like it's sort of like no. you're getting lax on the rules and shit like that, you know. And it's sort of. I, I don't see it as like an easy thing, though. I see it as more like this is a way for us to be like, okay, if if uh, Senor asshole, <laughs> <laughs> fucking commits 50 crimes which are connected to obviously an id now so we can actually track this instead of him being illegal now we actually have a paper trail where we know what's going on whereas mr illegal is out there doing all this stuff and we have no fucking paper trail on so you know what i mean like i i feel like it's a lot easier if we have the paper trail than if we don't does that make sense like i I think that's that's where my thinking is, and I'm like, okay, I, I, I like that idea because now we can track. You're making people immigrants. accountable. And by the way, that's rewarding them. That's like for you to have an ID, that's kind of like saying, hey, right, right. And and now, like, if you fuck up, guess what? We're going to catch you. And you know what? That's basically and, the way that I see it. And so, a, I mean, a person you know, coming I, for I, I don't a, see it as a bad thing. I don't. Yeah. Um, I mean, there's there's worse things going on in Rochester right now, and I'm sure you'll get to it in a minute. You know, a, a person getting this fucking license isn't someone that's committing crime. It's somebody that has a job, drives to work every day, you know, or, or you know, you're trying to get yourself established. You're trying to get yourself a bank account. You're trying to get yourself an apartment. Yeah. You, you know, so like I said, part of like I said, there's a little part of me. There is that little nagging part of yeah. me that's like saying, like, you know, saying, hey, don't give them, a, you know, don't exactly. don't give people who got here illegally you know, like I said, you know, but that makes you that makes me feel like I'm talking, like it makes me feel like a, tr- a Trump supporter. But I'm saying is like, you know, part of me is like, you know, don't give him, don't give him an inch. But then the other part of me is like, 
have a little fucking sympathy. You know, just because they got here illegal doesn't mean they're criminal. They're, I mean, you know, I, I, that sounds it sounds weird <laughs> to say that just because they're here illegally doesn't mean they aren't breaking the law. Obviously, they're, they're in the term they got here illegally means that they are in fact breaking the law. But you know, uh, everybody breaks the law a little bit. Everybody drives drunk now and then everybody you know you know i don't know what people there's people break the law all the fucking time where it's like little things and of course you know we are talking about you know there's people who they came here illegally because the opinions of chris cologne not <laughs> not necessarily i'm just saying is you know they came here illegally because they were looking for a better life but the rules are and you know they're pe- the people you know for the people that are trying to do the right thing there are people that are fucking on like on waiting lists and shit like that and take you know it's like you don't got i don't got, I don't got all day to fucking wait for the waiting list i'm gonna fucking show you know you know, take whatever plane into Canada, then come into the United States from Canada and, you know, and, and start my life, you know, which is so once again, like, OK, let's put it like this. They're breaking the law, but they're not ill intent. You know, they 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 broke the law, a bit, but they got here trying to fucking better them, you know, and then this is supposed to be the land of opportunity. Um, and I mean, fun- I guess if you put it that way. Yeah. You know, and, and uh, there there's a Netflix special There's a comedian, uh, Asian comedian. And the, I know the name of the. The comedy special called it's like Asian comedian destroys America, and it was a guy who was born in China. And unfortunately, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but he has a bit where he goes in China. The the literal translation for like America is like the good land or something like that. And then like you know, then the term for China is like you know the the something land. And it's it's like he goes, it's our language, and we gave America the better name. <laughs> you know, if people I'm saying people see this country, you know, uh, the place of opportunity, the place to go, yeah. you know, uh, you uh, watch any fucking media, you know, the rest of the world watches our movie, you know, the rest of the, I mean, it gets translated in other language, but, you know, people see our television, people see, you know, they, they think everybody in the, they think everybody knows the rock or everybody when Michael Jackson was still alive, you know, the people who come from countries that don't necessarily know black people, they think every black person knows Michael Jackson and stuff like that. I'm saying, unfortunately, their worldviews is obviously very narrow, but, you know, yeah. they, they, to them, the United States is this great, wonderful place. So, you know, they may they may have to break the rules to get here, but it's not like they're getting here like, okay, now that I'm here, I'm going to be a criminal. They're getting here. It was like, okay, now that I'm here, get a job, I'll, you know, get my shit in order. So I don't, like I said, I, I a little teeny tiny part of me is like saying, uh, fuck, fuck those guys. But then like, you know, also another part of the bigger part of me is like, you know, have more fucking compassion. These people are trying to do the right thing. Uh, give them the green light. Um, okay, back to other shitty news around Rochester. And I don't know if this is the story you're going to talk about. A fucking teacher overdosed in school. Well... I mean, <laughs> I mean, that did happen, but I was going to go about the, the teachers losing their job. But, yeah, I guess that oh, okay. and, that's and, connected <laughs> to it. Yeah. And, and, and oh, obviously, look, this teacher does not reflect, you know, I've been, you know, my daughter's nine years old. So I've only had to deal with, like, you know, first through fourth grade or in kindergarten. Uh, my my daughter's half brother. You know, I, I've been dealing with Rochester teachers since 2010, you know, and, and some, you know, capacity as a, as a parent or a parental unit or, or, or someone, you know, someone responsible for a small child. Um, I have not, I personally have not had a bad experience with any Rochester uh, teacher. Uh, you know, as a matter of fact, you know, I've had, I've, I, I've had teachers phone numbers. I've had teachers emails and, and, and I, I have teachers that, you know, you know, my daughter's teacher right now, you know, if I shoot her an email, let me tell you, it, it, you know, within 45 minutes, she's writing me back, you know, when it comes to, you know, for you know, yeah. discussing stuff with my kid, you know, me personally, I've had good experience. I know you have, you've had <laughs> uh, not so great experiences with, with the uh, teachers. Um, yeah, but they, they actually, I mean, the city school district wasn't as bad as I thought they were compared to the teachers he has now out in Geneva. But I mean, they're, I mean, it, it's, it's one of those things where it's just kind of like, huh, so these teachers in a small school district can't do their job, but these 
teachers in a district that's supposed to be shitty actually did a better job. It's like, that's, that's, that's interesting to me. That's very interesting to me. But continue. I don't want to go on that because that'll be a rant and a half. <laughs> well, I'm just so. Funny. I mean, I didn't go. I don't know exactly all the details when it came to Rochester, but you know, they let a lot of fucking people go, and kids were protesting, and kids walked out of school, well, stuff like that. And let let me go on the rant. I I can have a rant about this. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm not super. I didn't super do my homework on this particular. So story. so what happened was, and first of all, before I tell this, let me take the new superintendent out of this. Mm-hmm. The new superintendent came into this probably at the beginning, I think at the beginning of the school year, so September. So what happened was, is when the new superintendent came in, he found these huge budget deficits to the point of where there, if they didn't make these teacher cuts, they would be, they would be literally fucked and more teachers would have to probably be cut. There might be even more teachers that get cut at the end of the school year after this. Mm-hmm. So basically what happened was, is the board... And I blame the board for this because they're the ones that should be keeping an eye on this as well. And the city school district spent like shit tons of money. And now they're like at a deficit of 60 to $70 million. So in order, in order to get this down, this, you know, this budget down, they had to fucking make teacher cuts. And, you know, if I'm a superintendent, the, the, the number one thing I don't want to do is get rid of people's jobs. If I'm thinking that way, but you know, this guy has comes in and he's given the job. What is he supposed to do? Sit there and be like, you know what? No, no, no. I'm not going to do my job. I'm just going to keep the teachers. No, that's not, that's not how you do it. And I, I understand like how the teachers, these teachers that are losing their jobs are pissed. And you know, honestly, like I, I feel for them, but at the same time, like they shouldn't be taking their problems out on a superintendent that's only been there since September, which is what? three, almost four months now, mm-hmm. you should be taking this out on your board. You should be voting your board out, giving the control, and as much as I don't like Mayor Warren, giving control of the school district to the mayor and letting the mayor and the superintendent work together and redo this whole school district. Because clearly you're not doing your jobs right. You know what I mean? Like you're not, in, you're not, in, it, it, I used to think that, um, and this is kind of what happens in the South. There's this kind of, um, I, I would say that the city of Rochester has this unintentional segregation that happens. Mm-hmm. And the South has this segregation that happens. People do this on purpose, unfortunately. But what happens is, is schools like the city of Rochester get get the sh- get you know get shit on, and now you know people don't want to go to that school district. So what ends up happening is it's all just one race of students. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you know it, it makes me just sit there and go, well, maybe if you did something because you're not doing your jobs right. Mm-hmm. maybe you would people would actually stay in this city but i mean as you can see you know it's not just you know it, it's not just segregation that's having a problem it's people overspending and not doing their jobs in these departments to keep the money where it's supposed to be like you know it, it, to me it, it's one of those situations where you just go what the fuck like how did mm-hmm. you let this happen like that wouldn't happen here this it wouldn't happen in henrietta it wouldn't happen in churchville chile it wouldn't happen. It probably wouldn't even happen in Geneva where my son's going and the teachers are shitty mm-hmm. like that. Th- you don't do that. So for them to do that, I mean, listen, listen, Chris, like Bernie Sanders tweeted about this. So like, obviously, if Bernie Sanders is tweeting about this shit, this is an issue <laughs> like you shouldn't be losing their jobs. And keep in mind, like they were able to find some funds to keep. I think it was supposed to be 150 jobs that they were going to cut. It's down to 109 that they're cutting. 
Mm-hmm. Today was their last day. Some of these teachers. Yeah, right and, before you know, the fucking my, holidays. Merry fucking Christmas. Right, Merry <laughs> fucking Christmas. And, I, and and listen, I I feel for them, but you can't. My biggest issue is, is you can't. First of all, those teachers should be getting lawyers and suing the school district. Mm-hmm. And the reason they can sue the school district is because they overspent money and they lost their job before because of it. And if they're not getting any packages or anything from it, I would sue them in two seconds. Mm-hmm. I would. I would, I would totally do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's also the, um, the superintendent. There, the teachers union is gonna try to do a censure vote of him. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm like, how are you gonna censure a superintendent that's trying to get this budget down and get us, get the, get the city back into physical, um, accountability and have a budget that's right on the money? Like you can't, how, how do you expect him to do that? How, what is a censure going to do to a good superintendent? I'm not saying that he may he may he may not down the road be shitty, but why would you censor somebody that's trying to help the school district? Like, I don't I, I, see. Look, and this look when I hear because I'm learning stuff from your story, and as as you're as you're speaking, I'm also kind of just looking at what's going on. Uh, like I'm trying to like look up articles and stuff like that. Um, and once again, I, I, this is me totally speculating and 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 not based in any fact, shape in any way, shape, or form. You know, and it it, it comes. I have a fucking a tickle in the in the back of my fucking throat when I when I when I hear this shit because it's out of like this reminds me so much of when I worked in uh, in Radio Shack and when I worked in Rite Aid and stuff like that where uh, in those situations you would get a new district manager and which would in this situation be like a new superintendent and they're gonna be the one that's gonna turn everything around and and they come in you know fucking strutting and all this shit. And, you know, what's their first fucking job? What's the first thing they do? They fire fucking everything. And that's like, that's their, that's them swinging their big fucking dick around, showing, you know, oh, everything's so, I'm so powerful. And I mean, once again, I have no idea about the superintendent, but my, the, the fucking feeling I get in the back of my heart <laughs> when, I, when I hear this shit is like, it sounds like someone coming in, you know, like like I've I've dealt with in, in situations like this where someone well, no, new would I... come in. And 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 they're gonna fucking show everyone how they fucking do it. And and once again, I I I I could be wrong. I'm probably wrong. I just it just it fucking just reeks of it just reeks of the. And once again, maybe I'm fucking PTSD <laughs> with jobs like that. But it's always you know someone is gonna come in and they're gonna turn things around. And well, the first thing they fucking do is fire so, everybody. You know, so then they could get a, a new re- instead of actually addressing no, 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 real no, no. problems. I, I, no, I understand. They, they, you know, they fire the most vulnerable people. Which teachers, the yeah. people, nobody wants to fucking be there. Nobody wants to be a fucking city school, you know, and, and, and I'm just saying, you know, no, I, I understand in, what you're in, like in New York city, like, like they, they, I understand they what you're trying to say, colleges, Chris, but, <laughs> but you know, they, they, but they go like, Oh, but you have to be a fucking New York city school teacher for like, you know, two or three years or something like that. Um, so, uh, I'm just saying it, 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 it's a fucking nightmare to be a school teacher right. in a major city. You know, in areas that, you know, uh, this is, you know, face it, you know, the areas that are populated with no. minorities and stuff like that, you know, standards are yeah, very yeah. fucking no, no, low, no. you know, kids, unfortunately, bring the issues that they have from home into into school with them, you know, the, the schools become like this fucking, you know, this churning, bubbling cauldron of, of, of all these kids' problems and stuff like that. It's a very stressful fucking job. And, and then, you know, then the big swinging dick comes in and goes, oh, I know what I'm going to do. You know, he's going to fire, you know, because if you fire a janitor, a janitor could be a janitor anywhere. You know, you're going to fire a lunch lady. I mean, you know, I guess technically you go into fucking food service and stuff like that. You know, they're, they're you know, 
a teacher, what the where the fuck else is a teacher going to go? You know, so it's sort of like I don't know. It, it, it I, I once again, I'm totally basing this purely on my own fucking <laughs> real life experience and, and and not based in any way, fact, shape, or form. Just my own heart. It just fucking it makes me feel like uh, right. Me feel I, like mean, this guy's an asshole. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I under, I under, I no, yeah, I, I understand you, you, what you're trying you gotta, to say. You gotta, like address, you have to look at real poverty. You know, teachers right. aren't the fucking problem. They can't be. How could teach If teachers were the problem, trust me, we would know. They'd be giant red flags. We'd be hearing about right. teachers overdosing in their classrooms. <laughs> like well, the no, no, I, I don't think now. it's. I, I don't think it's. <laughs> you got to. I really it's don't like, think it's. You know, it's. Uh, I, I don't think it's I don't like. Know. Maybe I'm just. I, I've been traumatized. I, I don't think it's the. I don't think it's the teachers. Like that, I, I think what's going uh, on here is is there's been like so many different. There's been so many different like superintendents. No, I don't. I don't think it's that. I mean, it's it's more or less like you have like. Teacher that overdosed in her fucking classroom. Well, I mean, I mean, teacher? the teacher did overdose, but like, you you got to understand, like, I mean, Are you there, Paul? I mean, if that's your if if that's your only job, then yeah, yeah I mean, you're kind of screwed. I mean, what's happened with the city school district, and I think this is why I kind of am giving this guy the the benefit of the doubt, uh-huh. is it just seems like these these superintendents come in and then they don't they're there for maybe a year or two, and you don't really hear too much about them. And then they just leave and they sit there. Oh, I'm going to change the school district. Oh, I'm going to change the school district. You don't hear really much about them. And then they just leave. Mm-hmm. I mean, this guy actually seems to be doing stuff. And I can understand from your perspective, like, oh, yeah, like he's coming in, he's cleaning house and he's taking he's using these teachers as kind of like the firing squad, so to speak. Like, I'm going to just fire all these people and that'll get that'll that'll help get the budget down. I honestly think, dude, like, that's the only choice he had. I mean, from the sounds of what I've heard, like, they couldn't really cut anything else, and they've cut everything they can besides these teacher jobs. And, you know, like, I, I feel, I feel, you know, because, you know, obviously my my ex's daughter goes there, and I, and I don't want her to, like, have shitty teachers, you know, obviously. Uh, my ex works, uh, you know, at one of the schools there. I, I think she's a plus, she's, she's, um, an employee technically of the city. So that could happen. So, I mean, I don't think, I don't think anybody would ever really want somebody to lose their job because of, you know, a budget and, you know, you need to be able to feed your kids. So from that perspective, I wouldn't really want that to happen, but it's, I I feel like this was the, the, the thing that kind of was like, I have no other choice. I have to do this. I have to, you know, just cut it right here and do something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it it is what it is, man. Like it it is what it is. Uh, And it just, it just, it just, it to me it doesn't feel like teachers are the fucking problem. <laughs> like, it's like, you know, like, like you said, right now we're down to 109, but it, what, what was it again? Like 175 or 150 or whatever? I, I think it was like 150, yeah. Okay, so, but, so it's not like, look, I, look, there's gross, don't get me wrong. I'm pretty sure there's always an opportunity for gross misconduct, but it's, I don't think gross misconduct, misconduct is, let's give 150 people a job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like that would be it. Once again, I mean, if that was a problem, you would see the wave coming. You would see the problem coming. You know, I'm pretty well, sure no, there's I, other I, cuts that could be made, could be made. I, I don't think it's, Chris, I, I don't, I don't think it's, it's the fact it's like the teacher's doing bad. It's the fact that they, I mean, they, they were talking about it on, on, um, uh, on the news tonight about, I think it's like they've lost 3,000 students, not from this specifically, mm-hmm. but like in general in the district that they've had over the years. And, you know, 
they've hired a shitload of teachers, mm-hmm. even as they're losing all these students. So it's kind of like, okay, so if you're losing, if people are leaving the district mm-hmm. and going to other schools in Monroe County, why, why are you hiring more teachers? I get that point of view. Mm-hmm. So I understand that, but I don't think it was because of that. I think it's just because of this budget shortfall. And honestly, Chris, like I would hope that the superintendent went through and said, literally, listen. And and by the way, he should he should say he should go into the public and say this. Like I went through everything in our budget. I've cut everything else out that I can, and the only thing else that I could cut is teacher. Did I really want to do that? No. A- am I am I sick to my stomach about it? Yeah. But guess what? My job is to come in here and make sure that this district is on budget and does what it's supposed to do, unlike what it's done with other superintendents. And I feel like that's what he's trying to do. But, you know, if if the answer is to censure a superintendent four months into his job because he's trying to balance a budget that was thrown on his lap that he didn't even know about, like... I, I, I don't I, I don't see that. And I can and listen, the teacher overdosing, I'm guessing that was a teacher that was like, Oh fuck, I don't have a li- <laughs> I can't go to Syracuse or Buffalo because I guess some of those schools are gonna hire some of these teachers. Like I can't just move and you know, that's what happened. And maybe they were trying to set a point. I mean, dude, like yeah, but my thing is that is how grossly mismanaged is your organization, no matter how fucking big it is, that there's 109 redundant employees? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, how, 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 you have to fucking really drive. You have to drive it to the side of a fucking mountain to be that fucking bad. You know, to like have 109 people that, oh, you know what? We don't need these people. Just cut them. I don't know. I, I mean, but I, I, I wouldn't I think, think from that perspective. Issues though. elsewhere. I, I sort of, I, like once I just, I, it doesn't feel like te- I don't I think mean, teachers are the problem. You can't, you can't <laughs> take it from that perspective though, because I don't think it's from that perspective i think it's i think it's from the perspective of okay i have no other choice but to do that mm-hmm. because you got you got to keep in you got to keep in mind like there's a board of education that's still that was the same board that was there when all of a sudden they found when during this time when they were overspending the board of education's job is to make sure that nothing gets overspent and we're looking at the superintendent and not the board the board should be gone like they like they want to do like you know the the mayor the only thing that I agree with in the, with the fucking mayor of our city is the her taking control of the school district, the city taking control of this, the school district, because the board is not doing their job. Mm-hmm. And they just voted five to two to cut these jobs. It wasn't the superintendent that did it. He proposed it, and they were the ones that voted on it yesterday. So if we're looking at somebody for this, we're looking at the board of education, because they should have also come up with some ideas and said, okay, why don't we do this instead of this? They didn't. They voted for it. It's on them. I'm yeah. sorry, but we should be we should be looking at it. That's my biggest thing. Look at the board. Look at the employees at the the central school district office and start firing people there too. And I'm sure there has been people that have been fired that we don't know about because that's not gonna make the fucking news. None mm-hmm. of that piddly shit makes the news. Teachers getting fired in mass. Yes, that gets that catches the news. But you know, just like some Joe Schmo that spent way too much in the budget, unless he committed, unless unless he or she committed a crime, they're just gonna get fired and they're not gonna be in the news. Also, they don't want a fucking lawsuit for putting somebody in the news. So you know what I mean? Like you know, I, I'm sure other things have happened that we don't know about. Mm-hmm. But 
I, I do feel bad for these teachers, but I, I just feel like it, it should have, like, if, if we're going to look at a superintendent that's only been in the job for four months and he's actually doing his job and, like, all the, like, the, 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 the business, the, the commerce in the city is behind him, that tells you that he's doing his job. That doesn't tell you that, oh, no, he's not. He's doing his job. He's doing what he's supposed to be doing. But they need to have the, whatever they were trying to do with the federal government coming in and taking a look at this, they need to continue to do that. Because here's the thing, once they figure out what's going on and they can get this budget in balance, then they can start hiring these people back. I mean, not that they would want to go back, but at the same time, like... Yeah, fucking you know what I'm times are rough, man. <laughs> Fine enough as it is. Times are rough, dude. Like, you know, they're... You know, there's a reason why there's a reason why like um, an Andrew Yang is doing is still in the race because people know what's coming and they don't want fucking to be without a job. Mm-hmm. You know, a thousand dollars a month for free is a, is, is, is a fucking enticing thing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like it's it, I get it. And, and I feel really bad for these teachers and I feel bad that idiots in the in the city school district fuck this up for these teachers. I hope that all of them got fired and mm-hmm. I hope these teachers can be hired back or hired hired somewhere here in the county so that they don't have to move away too far or even, you know, somewhere, you know, where it's like a 30 minute drive where you don't have to drive all the way out to some school district that's an hour away. You know what I mean? So, yeah, because well, cause it didn't Syracuse. I hope all these teachers can find jobs. I hope it all works out. And, didn't didn't you know, Syracuse offer? Hopefully they can figure this all out. But didn't Syracuse I offer? Like, like, but I'm saying, didn't Syracuse offer? Like it was you know, Syracuse and Syracuse and Buffalo. I guess there's some. Yeah. Which you know, yeah. for for people who don't know the geography, Syracuse, Syracuse and, Buffalo. and Buffalo are like a, a one yeah. hour away yeah, 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 in each yeah. direction. Syracuse and Buffalo, and my phone is about to activate Siri because of that. So. Okay. All right. So all right. So we kind of uh, yeah. Like and that. then there's um. And then I think actually uh, the town of Greece. Mm-hmm. There was like a lag or something. Uh, yeah, you, you, said, you said the town of Greece and then got quiet. Are we talking about Greece? What was what was going on in the town of Greece? Oh, okay. Yeah, I was just saying that the town of Greece is also I like they're gonna be they're gonna be hiring people for for this from the city. So yeah, the surrounding areas and stuff like that. But um, I guess you know we 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 kind of we kind of beat this horse dead. Uh, you know the there was a teacher that was found overdose in a class. And once again, I'm not equating these two stories. I'm not saying that I am definitely not saying that teachers are doing drugs in Rochester schools. This one, this just one. One particular piece of shit who, for, you know, getting high in school, and then she was caught with fucking fentanyl. And once again, I, you know, look, I'm not the world's biggest fucking drug authority, but you know, everything that I've been reading about fentanyl is like fentanyl, like, like, if I'm not mistaken, like a drop of fentanyl will fucking kill you. You know, so how are these people? How are these people still fucking alive? Like, they keep talking about these drug dealers that that are mixing fentanyl in with uh in with like heroin, and it's one of those deals where like if you're lucky enough not to die, it's more addictive than heroin. If, if you could fucking you know, if you could imagine something worse than fucking heroin, and uh you know, and I mean obviously crack, but. You know, uh, you know, this is a woman, you know, she said she's had, she's been living in constant pain, but unfortunately, I mean, where were the fucking, this, they obviously, fit, whoever dropped the ball on her fucking background check, uh, cause I, I, if I'm reading this correctly, she's been arrested in the past, uh, for, for drugs, having drugs on her. Um, you know, and I hate to say, you know, like, if you just take a look at this fucking chick's face, I mean, she just, <laughs> uh, you know, she looks like someone that's fucking high on drugs and uh you know i'm once again i'm not equating the two stories i was just bringing it up as like you know you're a piece of shit and you're and you're getting high at work and then you're getting high with 
probably the most dangerous fucking drug. And they're saying that like like fentanyl, like if you touch fentanyl, like you know, like like if, if it's there and you happen to not wear gloves and you're handling it, that will kill. You know, I mean, I, once again, I hope I'm not spreading fucking misinformation, but you know, how the fuck, you know, how are there not more fucking people only dying? And not to mention that this fucking chick is responsible for. And if I'm not mistaken, she's a she was a special ed teacher on top of on top of that and on top of everything else. You know, uh, people with you know kids that have you know kids kids that need extra attention, and now this chick is fucking high, going high, going to work high. Uh, okay, what else is in the news? Uh, people up here are super excited because the Buffalo Bills are actually playing well. And, you know, but it's funny because the Buffalo Bills are notoriously known for, and trust me, I don't, I'm not going to get big into this, but the, 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 the Buffalo Bills are, are known for losing Super Bowls. They say B-I-L-L-S stands for, boy, I love losing Super Bowls. And, uh, you know, this town every year, everyone gets all hyped up in the beginning uh, and Neville and somewhere in the middle of the of the season the, the Buffalo Bills kind of uh, disappoint everybody and but now they're doing well and I like like I sit here like people do you not see the fucking pattern do you not see that you know you're just setting yourself up for disappointment like everyone's like oh they're doing so good and they have the good defense and you know and technically you you know and I, like I cuz and trust me I do not give a shit about this but I listen to like talk radio and 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 you know talk radio shows talk about this and it's like don't you see the pattern that you're just setting yourself up to be disappointed you know don't you see you know it's like it's like you know you, you take back that abusive boyfriend like no he said he's gonna change now <laughs> it's like no you're, you're setting yourself up for the fall <coughs> okay um okay uh, one a, a little christmas gift to all of us uh number 45 our has been have voted for uh impeachment well at least the, the house i mean not the, yeah the house <coughs> The House of Representatives have uh, voted in the articles of impeachment against Trump. Uh, Republicans are losing their fucking mind. The Republicans that were in the House, because uh, I spent—I don't want to say I spent all day listening, you know, having like a, like streaming C-SPAN on fucking on YouTube or whatever. But like I would come and I would listen to like maybe like 20 minutes, and then I'd shut it off and get back to what I, you know, like I have it playing in the background while I'm working and stuff like that. And it's so funny uh, that particular day. We were listening to like, you know, obviously all the Democrats, the president committed a crime. And this is everything I had said a couple episodes back about, you know, fucking abuse of power, you know, uh, withholding aid, you know, and using that aid to fucking, you know, to, to, to Ukraine. Uh, it's funny, like we had the money allotted for aid and we're holding it back so the president can handle pers- handle a personal vendetta. And all these fucking Republicans are saying, oh, every president has done that. Every president uses, you know, that's the whole point of being the United States is having people. No, but the pre- presidents in the past and people of this of power in the past weren't asking other countries. Yeah, of course, our job is to make deals with other countries. Of course, you know, we want to have we want to have relationships. But the President Trump was was asking for help against his own personal political rival this wasn't something that this was not going to benefit the united states if they find fucking dirt on joe biden and and really the ukraine is the ukraine known for fucking hacking is the ukraine really the place or maybe it's just because we know they're fucking vulnerable or trump knows that they're vulnerable and he's using this as his as his uh leverage over a country that obviously is so fucked up that they need help from us you know but like you know Really? You're going to like, you know, I would think, you know, you'd maybe like, you know, and I hate to give it to stereotypes, but, you know, go after Japan, <laughs> China, or even, you know, Russia, Russian hackers, Russian bots and stuff like that. You know, 
those are the places you want to hack. What the fuck does the Ukraine have that, that, that you know, that you're going to use that as the, I need you, you know, that's like, you know, you need a, you're, you're looking for someone to help you, you know, commit a crime and you hire like the fat guy. You're like, you need, you're like, no, we need to run and get the fuck out of there. <laughs> Hiring the fat guys, but you know, you want to hire the, the thin guy who's in shape and, you know, will help you run away or the guy that's a good driver, not the fat slow guy who can't get out of the bank fast enough. Um, so, uh, and there's also this, uh, Greta Thunberg that people, the, the Republicans are fucking losing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I want to, I'm sorry. Before I get to Greta Thunberg, um, one of the Republican uh, representatives said something that just irritated the fuck out of me. Uh, he said he he does not support the articles of impeachment against Trump because he is, quote unquote, uh, following the will of the people. Now, don't be wrong. Obviously, if he's a Republican uh representative literally representative he's representing maybe the people of his district or the you know the people that that are that he represents are for it uh let's not forget that you know trump lost the election you know he won the election through the technicalities of the electoral college he did not win the popular election and since he's been president his popularity and 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 his support amongst republicans have has went and just amongst americans in general but even his own party his fucking his poll numbers have been dipping since he's come into office. So what will of the people is talking, you know what I'm saying? Trump, Trump didn't win the popular vote and continues to get more, he continues to become less popular by the day. And um, and don't be wrong, you know, uh, you know, I, I have friends and stuff like that are Republican. And don't get me wrong, you know, Democratic, and, and once again, I, I'm so happy that he's impeached or, or you know, that it, because for the rest of his life, for, until, until the day he fucking dies, there's going to be that asterisk by his president people are always going to fucking remember the impeach whether he survives it and and and, and that's survives. that's not the right word <laughs> you know you know uh you know he, he gets by and 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 keeps obstructing justice to the you know to the point where you know they the the, the case you know he doesn't when he gets he's technically impeached but isn't removed from office um you know or he doesn't uh you know leave office before he's removed uh you know you know let's not celebrate too early because he is definitely going to gum up the works and he's definitely going to continue to obstruct justice and be the most uncooperative uh, person. Uh, you know, he, he he's a guy who doesn't believe in fault. He doesn't believe he believes he's above the fucking law. And I think he's such a he's such a fucking sociopath in a way that he I don't think he he, he really understand. He think he obviously he honestly believes that the fucking law does not apply to him and uh, he could do whatever the fuck he want. And, and what he was what he was doing isn't wrong. Um, so a person of that kind of uh, opinion you know, they're not going to cooperate. They're not going to, they're not going to, you know, he's not going to go gracefully uh, to be removed from office, uh, even with a mountain of evidence against him. And, you know, this is going to take months and, and it's going to go through the election. And then, you know, the, the Republicans are saying, you know, they're going to have a backlash and watch. He's going to be the only impeached president. Well, first he's the, he was the first, only, he's the first impeached president to be impeached in his first term. So, you know, he always talking about, you know, being the first this and the first that he, he's, he's definitely the first uh, president to be impeached in, during, uh, in his first term. Uh, but also uh, that, you know, there is going to be a backlash. And I do understand there are Republicans who are fucking they're they're doubling down and their resolve is even farther. Like they feel like, oh, I'm going to support Trump even more because, uh, you know, the Democrats are attacking him. And it's all this baseless uh, accusations and stuff like that, because in their mind, they're so fucking there's so much drinking the Kool-Aid that, you know, they think that this is baseless assumptions of president using uh, real uh, real resources 
to handle a personal vendetta. Um, so that's uh, that. There is this uh, Greta Greta Thunberg was named uh, People's Person of the Year, and the fucking Republicans are losing their fucking minds. And you know, it's so weird. And I had posted a picture on Facebook recently where, like, I guess she, you know, she was. She had gone back home, and it's like her, like sitting by some river, holding two dogs. I guess or her dogs, you know, it's like two Labrador retrievers, a black lab, or whatever, and a golden lab. And it's like, you know, I put the the caption, you know, this is who your president is attacking. Uh, you know, a girl who's following her heart, who is following the words of scientists. You know, these people are so fucking uh, buying the Kool Aid of Donald Trump and denying uh, uh, climate change and denying the science and 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 you know. Even if, let's just say, even if it was an exaggerated thing, because I mean, you know, the, you know, like, oh, you know, if we don't change things, the world's gonna fucking, you know, we're gonna be, you know, the climate's gonna be inhospitable by twenty, you know, twenty forty five or something like that. Even if, even if that sounds alarmist, even if that's exaggerating it or whatever the case may be, they're making no concession. Uh, to fight global warming. Oh, you know, you're just, you're fucking blowing smoke out of your, you're just blowing smoke up my ass with all this, you're, you're going, this is farts, you know, you're, you're making a big mountain out of molehill. Yeah, but like, you're not doing anything. I, like, if I honestly thought that, you know, uh, that someone was full of shit, I would still like kind of placate them. Like, oh, you look, you know, let's throw some more, let's throw some solar panels on the fucking, you know, on some roofs and shut you up. But to like flat out say, no, everything you do is wrong and, 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 and these scientists are wrong and, and this is, it's like, how far does your head have to be up your ass to, to not see tons and tons of evidence brought up by by scientists who have no fucking agenda yeah obviously republicans have the agenda because they they want to continue to have coal you know why because uh coal miners tend to be you know red leaning <laughs> coal miners you know i mean i hate to give into fucking you know stereotypes but, you know uh people who tend coal tend to be you know listen to country music uh are you know are good old boys and you know very american america you know wonder bread eating motherfuckers and uh you know they think it behooves the politicians to to to, to let uh, you know industries like coal exist not to mention the you know fucking lobby of oil manufacturers and and you know the people that are so rich that we couldn't fucking fathom the amount of money they have to pay off politicians or you know to turn a blind eye and and all this other shit so you know people who do have the agenda of letting us continue to burn fossil fuels and burn coal because uh, you know it it helps their political agenda as opposed to sci- a scientist doesn't have a fucking agenda a scientist isn't a democrat or you know or a republican a scientist is saying hey asshole here are the fucking facts think shit's getting fucked up you know the polar ice caps are melting and we need to at least start making some sort of effort and you know for someone who obviously does have agenda go oh you're lying you're full of shit oh you're being an alarmist you know it's so fucking obvious of what's going on and 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 unfortunately have these dummies these kool-aid drinking dummies that keep following them and and will continue to fucking spread misinformation and as the planet fucking gets worse and worse and worse um you know and then they're gonna attack Greta Thunberg she's the fucking demon she's you know uh, global warming is a hoax and this little girl who's trying to help us who's trying to show compassion and love and 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 try to take care of this planet she's the fucking she's the villain here um okay uh christians against trump i guess there was the, there's a little backlash right now where they uh some evangelical christians are are and good for them the people that are standing up uh obviously because usually evangelicals tend to 
go with uh, Republicans, and and they're saying you know Trump is immoral. There were, this is a guy who paid off porn star. He had sex. He cheated on his wife. He cheated on his second or third wife uh, with a porn star. Try to shut her off, and then you know, yet somehow gets the gets the fucking vote of the evan- evangelicals. Like, do you not fucking facts are fucking fact, you know? And and do you not see how fucking uh, how horrible this fucking man is, you know? And 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 you know, he's, he's turning a fucking blind eye to his fucking issues, and he's obviously using you. He's using you, you know. And and what and the day he got the the day of the impeachment or whatever, like he he put a tweet like pray for me and and stuff like, like are you fucking kidding me? And now you're talking about pray. The guys never been to church. The guys have never, you know, I don't, it, it just, it's almost insulting. If I was an evangelical, I would I would be insulted by Trump by saying pray for me. Um, okay, before we get over to the nerdy news, uh, YouTube, there was a big thing. That, there was people that were doing what they called the, a YouTube uh, walkout the other day where they were asking people not to visit YouTube for a couple of days, I believe from like the 10th to the 12th, uh, because YouTube has uh, made their restrictions even further. They, they've added even more restrictions. They're demonetizing a bunch of channels. And, you know, uh, I've, you know, with this podcast and things related to this podcast, and I'm not exaggerating where I say, you know, if you go our, if you go to our YouTube page, there are, there are probably about 300 videos um, uploaded in regards to this show. Even though, you know, there are episodes and stuff like that, but also, you know, uh, Stranger Vlogs and, and, and audiobooks and, and music and that, that I've created on my own. Um, and, you know, I think... I've probably made a dollar seventeen, <laughs> you know, and even then I can't even get that dollar seventeen. You know, YouTube doesn't give you revenue until you hit like the hundred dollar mark, and then they send you the hundred bucks or some shit like that. I don't know exactly. I don't know. So part of me, I mean, does it sound like sour grapes? Like I'm like, you know, oh, well, fuck those people because you know, if I'm not making money, they don't let anybody make money. But you know, when you upload stuff to YouTube, and when you get to that point where you're actually very popular, you know, you you sign a contract. You know, when you upload stuff to YouTube, you're you're kind of you know, and it's anything like social media. You know, you sign your fucking rights away. You, you're basically saying, you, you know, or they're saying they're covering their ass by saying we can change the rules at any fucking time. And you know, and don't be wrong, I love YouTube. I love instructional videos. You know, there's 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 so there's everything that I need to take care of. You know, I need to fix this or how do I work this program on a computer or or I'm having issues with such and such. You know, YouTube is filled with incredible information. And, and, and bless the people who put out stuff like that. But then again, YouTube is also a big, giant, bloated, uh, you know, there's a bunch of fucking nonsense on YouTube. There's a bunch of fucking, you know, channels that contribute nothing to fucking society, you know, pure entertainment. And, 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 you know, and obviously look, you know, what does this podcast do? Yes, this podcast is yet another fucking chunk of the entertainment, but, I'm not relying on this podcast to be my fucking, this is not my income. And, you know, and for, for the people for the past couple of years who have been living very, very well by shooting fucking ridiculous videos, look, the gravy train is over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? YouTube can change, you know, you, it's not a public utility. You know, uh, you know, YouTube was bought up by fucking Google. You know, this is a corporate fucking entity. They can change the rules. It, and the whole thing is, and then once they've changed the rules, it's on you if you're going to continue uploading videos to you. You don't necessarily have to do it. Of course, YouTube is the most, is the most simple. I couldn't tell you any alternative. I couldn't say, well, use this, you know, use this program or use that, you know, or, or you know, heaven forbid actually pay for server space and 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 you know host your own video you know that's that's not really cost effective but 
you know, a lot of people have gotten bloated and, 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 you know, living a very good life off of YouTube. And now YouTube's playing, changing the rules and it's their total right to change the rules. When you upload videos, if they want to slap a fucking ad in the beginning, they, that's, that's their, that's, that's their thing. They could do it that you signed your life away, you know, but, but then again, we also live in a world that is so easy that all you have to do is upload a video. If you're lucky enough, have it go viral, you know, or, you know, I mean, of course, obviously it does help to have good content and constant content, but you know, uh, you attracted your audience, but you know, once again, they don't, nobody's promised anything. Hollywood is <laughs> every day. Hollywood people, you know, their movie, their shows get picked up, their movies get picked up, get green lit and all this shit. And then it ends up in production hell. And then they end up, you know, with their dick in their hand. It, now it's just YouTube. YouTube's doing it to, to regular people as opposed to Hollywood as it does to movie directors and, and writers and actors and stuff like that. You know, if there's a chance for people to make money, they're going to make money and they're going to screw the little, this little guy out of it. So maybe don't put all your eggs in one basket and think that fucking YouTube is going to be your, 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 you know, your check out of fucking poverty. You know, div, you know, diversify. You know, there's all these, all these people that do YouTube, you know, they do other things. They sell merchandise. They do speaking events. Uh, they, they, they don't, they don't just use, you know, they go on Twitch. They have, uh, other revenue streams. And that's what you gotta fucking do. You can't just, you can't just sit on and rely on one place to fucking be, you know, we had 109 good teachers who were let go because someone else fucked up and couldn't spend the money right. You know, they, you don't put all your eggs in one basket. Uh, you know, I, look, I have my job right now and, 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 and I'm, I'm, I'm living better than I've had since I've started this podcast. But I understand that any given fucking day, shit can go south and I can be handed my fucking pink slip, you know, and that's just how life is. And that's, that's, it's every fucking job. So you see what, like, I understand you want me to protest YouTube. And I did. I, for those two, three days, I did my best to kind of stay off YouTube. I, I didn't realize how much YouTube I do actually <laughs> consume. Like, even if, even if you're like on Facebook and you, and you, someone will have a link to the video. I wasn't visiting YouTube, but then you click the video just out of instinct, you know, just out of, out of like reaction. And then, it, then it goes to YouTube and you're like, Oh fuck, I forgot. I'm supposed to be, <laughs> I'm supposed to be walking out on YouTube these days. But you know, the, you know, name a place that has other, okay, maybe Viva, you know, but other than YouTube, uh, where nobody else fucking hosts video. So if you're going to have video on YouTube, you know, and you're not some major media corporation, you know, it's going to be hosted on you. It's totally free. They're not guaranteeing you money, but the, also, you know, you can upload as long as you're not fucking violating copyright law or breaking the law. You know, I've uploaded all our episodes. I made a seventeen profit, but, you know, they're not charging me server fees. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, they're not charging us server fees to upload the fucking well either. You know, so it, it's a two-way street that I'm not paying them for server fees and they don't have to pay me to fucking if they want to run an ad in the beginning. And I haven't, we haven't gotten the views that could actually make so uh i think with that be back with more dick and fart this episode of two strangers one podcast is brought to you by comics etc 1115 east main and north goodman at the hungerford building door number eight find out more information at comics etc dot biz or like them on facebook at facebook.com forward slash comics etc one did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds it's a dead issue man don't don't push it cinema psyops is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject no one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this. No one should have to watch this movie. Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle. I'm shocked, Prudes. I know, really. Right? It's the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore. 
I am, in the most serious of senses, disappointed in you. It takes a powerful goddess like Connie to jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it. Oh, I'm still tripping out over that. Even as a kid, I was like, I gotta find a girl like that. Every week, I, I get a new look of disappointment that I never thought I could get it's out of here. unimaginable. At 12 years old, you should not be watching this movie. Obviously. At 13, you should not be. 14, you shouldn't be. I'm not entirely sure even 17-year-olds should be watching this Just because you're offended by something doesn't mean that you have the right to demand that it doesn't exist. Watching this film again, I had all of this like little nerd glee with everything that kept little history doll popping up at you. So I totally loved this film. Hey, I know why you you know couldn't see that. It's because your brain's warped watching this shit at 12 years old. Yeah, this is this is a rough movie. I told you ahead of time when we were getting ready to do it that it was. How did you watch this shit at 12? Because physical wounds heal, cinematic ones don't. Listen to Cinema Psyops. And we're back. All right, Paul. Uh, the world's going to hell. Uh, but the one thing that we could rely on, uh, the one, the, the, the one constant that was in our life that, uh, I mean, at least we could talk about, but not too much talk about Star Wars. You can uh, talk about Star Wars. <laughs> well, we, we had, uh, we were going to record the other day. Uh, we we're having issues. We're actually, we're, having, we're still having those exact same issues tonight. Uh, but uh, they kind of resurface the, 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 the Phantom Menace. Chris's internet sucks. Yeah, my internet sucks balls. It really does. And um, so, but with that, I am going to try. I am going to do my best to be spoiler free. I'm not. Actually, I, you know what? You know what? That would be a good Christmas gift for for Chris. Get him Spectrum. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, I mean, back when Spectrum was still Time Warner, like I had, I had ended my service with them, but I never returned the router, and or, and or maybe not. I know. I'm sorry. I think I think I just stopped paying. So between like between me, uh, between the the quote unquote months that I owed them and the router. I owe them like 250 bucks and that's the last fucking that's the last thing on like my credit report that's sort of like as a, as a bad mark. And the whole thing is I'm pretty sure by now I'm pr- I, pr- I probably pay half of that. You know, I want to settle it. I just want to pay half. Um but yeah, the, so I I when Spectrum was still Time Warner, you know, I I have I have their router and I owe the, you know, in, in theory I owe them like 250 bucks and saying I, I could probably talk them down to like 125. Um but yeah, so my 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 internet sucks, but uh I'm kind of the good thing is we got to record a couple of days later because in those past couple of days I got a chance to go see the Rise of Skywalker. Uh, um, I'm not going to spoil it. I, I will do my best not to talk about anything that would be considered too much of a spoiler. That being said, uh, I mean don't be wrong. There are some incredible surprises in this movie. There's some stuff that happens that it, it you know blows your mind now uh, there is there has been a backlash there there are people who are saying this movie sucks and it's horrible and and i can step back and say hey you know i can understand okay when i say i enjoy this movie and and i I like it one i mean of the new sequels it's 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 i think it's hands down the best of all three uh that being said obviously i had i've shitted on fucking the last jedi so fucking hard. I, I hate Ryan Johnson. Um, I honestly feel that him, his destruction to the, the last Jedi is why Solo didn't do so good, which is why they, they when they originally had all those other movies that they were going to do, uh, they kind of let, they, they kind of let that shit slip, uh, you know, because, because the, this franchise was, he, he, he created such a fucking dent in the franchise that, um, that, you know, they, 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 they turned off all these other projects and like you know right now they were just, oh, just episode nine i know yeah they yes they did admit they did 
uh, announced that they're going to be doing movies like in 2022 and 2024 and 2026. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh, Ryan Johnson did a uh, unforgivable uh, uh, dent to to the to the franchise. And the one, and I and I do have to say, it, maybe it's just because I'm a petty asshole. This movie, this movie attacks the Last Jedi. <laughs> You know, or as they say, as as the kids say these days, it throws shade at the Last Jedi so fucking much. I love it because you know, and and once again, we've discussed this in the past. You know, you got the first movie, the J.J. Abrams set up, and it's a so- it is a soft reboot. Let's call it what it is. It's a soft reboot. Uh, you know, uh, is it a little pandering that okay that now the the lead character is a woman? Yes, it's probably a little pandering, but you know what I mean. You know, girls, you know, girls spend money too, and why not have why not you know, you've you've had six other movies that have you know pandered to the boys. Why not have you know the, the episode seven uh, pander to the girls? You know, give them a, a strong hero that that they can relate to. And you know, and I'm all fine for that. And you know, I think when I first saw the Force Awakens, because I think that came up in my feed recently, I when I first saw the Force Awakens, it, I had so many so much expectations in my head that I sort of I kind of shitted on it because at that particular time I'm like oh you know this is you know because it, it wasn't what I thought I wanted it to be and that's my fault and then but the funny thing is like a, like two weeks later or whatever like I, I had saw it again I went I purposely said you know what let me give it another shot I saw it again in the theater and I said fuck it I'm gonna uh, I, you know and I actually liked it the second time uh, you know since then I bought it on DVD. I've watched it a couple of times on streaming services. You know, I've I've come to accept the the, the Force Awakens, and and once again, I say accept like it's a it's a, it's a good movie. Um, you know, once again, it, its biggest drawback is that one. Obviously, it's a reboot, so like you know, you're telling me a story I already know. Um, you know, does it pander a bit? Yes, it's panders a bit. You know, they, they you know they go out of their way to you know have a you know a black stormtrooper and a girl Jedi, and not that that's a bad thing, but you know, let's call it, I'll, let's just call it out for what it is. Um, then the last Jedi, you know, I and I've watched Last Jedi a couple times. I bought the DVD just so because. I have to, you know, I'm such a fan of the original movies. I don't want to have an incomplete collection. <laughs> uh, so I, I kind of, you know, begrudgingly bought like uh, The Last Jedi. And it's funny, like, I bought The Last Jedi and it's literally like just the movie on a DVD. It's like no special features, no whatever. And, uh, you know, like, I, I, I honestly, I think I bought it for like 10 bucks. Um, that being said, you know, and, 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 you know, and I, and I have no qualm saying that he had, Ryan Johnson had a couple of good ideas for the movie. You know, I do like the idea of a slow speed chase in outer space. You know, um, you know, I do like the idea that they took one ship, you know, and fucking went warp speed into another ship, like, you know, using the whole ship as a weapon, uh, when they were, when, you know, their last stand, you know, before, you know, their last bit of hope was to, you know, let's just ram our ship into their fucking ship and fucking go right through them and we could do more damage with the whole ship, you know, where someone has to sacrifice himself. Um, you know, I do like, I do, I, I do like the roundabout idea of the girl seeking out Luke and Luke being very, um, you know, not ready to jump back into the fight. You know, I don't like the way they did it. I don't like the fact that, you know, you know, Luke Skywalker's throwing his lightsaber over the edge of the fucking cliff and, and, you know, kind of making it like almost like comical and shit like that, you know, uh, you know, and then, you know, reluctantly training, uh, Ray and stuff like that, you know, stuff like that. Once again, I, the overall idea makes sense. 
you know, but then all of a sudden, you know, then, you know, not really spoiler, but, you know, uh, they kill Snoke and it's sort of like, oh, Snoke, that Snoke didn't matter. You know, when, when we saw Force Awakens, like, holy shit, that's the new emperor. And also the, wow, it's so great, great, great. And then, and then for the last Jedi to go, ah, eh, you know, he was nobody. He was just a puppet or whatever, you know, or, you know, he was just, he, he could get killed and we, it doesn't matter. No one, can, we're not going to even bother to fucking tell you where he came from or, or how he got there. Or, you know, why he's so powerful that, you know, he can, you know, that he's the master of Kylo Ren and shit like that. You know, to throw that out the window. And and don't get me wrong. J.J. Abrams purposefully set up all these mysteries in the first movie because J.J. Abrams is good at setting up mysteries. Unfortunately, his payoffs aren't that great. Uh, or in the past, he, you know, he, he's, he's, he set up these great mysteries. And then when the time comes to pay him off, they've kind of come lackluster. Uh, surprisingly enough, and once again, without spoiling uh, stuff from the last without spoiling stuff from the rise of skywalker um they do answer a bunch of questions a lot of the, a lot of the questions that we had at the end of the force awakens uh jj abrams purposefully answers in the rise of skywalker and the funny thing is to even answer those when ryan johnson's whole movie was like oh all of that shit doesn't matter <laughs> that doesn't matter Ray's parents doesn't matter snoke doesn't matter uh you know all this shit and then you get to the the rise of skywalker and but trust me I, i'm not spoiling it uh ray's parents matter <laughs> the origin of snoke is is sort of uh it, it it's woven into the story uh we finally get to we we get to understand where he came from and how he got his powers and stuff like that uh and that's and that's not i don't think that's enough that's not spoiling anything but the good thing is that they're smart enough to answer uh they're smart enough to 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 say look People, you got us invested into this character and then said, he doesn't matter. Fuck you. Let's show you how he does matter. Um, you know, so it, it throws shade. Um, it's very fun. There's a lot of fun parts in the movie. I would say like the first 45 minutes to hour of the movie, it's almost like it's all action. There's a lot of shit going on. It doesn't calm down. You know, it doesn't slow down and take a, a beat until like 45 minutes an hour into the movie. Uh, which is great. You know, I, none of the other movies kind of, I can say that about. You can't say that about Force Awakens and you definitely can't say that about Last Jedi. Um, uh, you know, a lot of stuff happens, of course, with this being, uh, the end of, of, uh, you know, the end of the, 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 the original nine movie saga. Um, you know, uh, you know, the, the, his, his character is the same way. You know, you know, we lost Han Solo in the first one. We lost Luke. Uh, in the next one uh you know i think it's pretty obvious you know we're losing princess leia in this one and you know when stuff like that happens like, you know you're fucking you know and of course like uh ryan johnson uh, not ryan johnson jj abrams used footage that they already had uh so you know it's keeping so you know they didn't want to cgi her face on somebody else like the, the, the issues they had with moff tarkin and uh and rogue one and uh you know so it, it is funny you could clearly see that these scenes are fucking purposely put together you know where <laughs> leia's talking to ray and stuff like that and you could you know you like if, since you know it's sort of like oh yeah you know they kind of like they kind of they had to make a conversation around the sound bites they had of of Leia talking and stuff like that. Um, is it interesting? Does you know? And, and not that it stands out. It doesn't bring the movie to a halt. You know, because part of like I said, the first forty five minutes is 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 pretty a lot of shits going on, and you know, you know Leia talking to Ray happens in the first forty five minutes. Um, you know, there's there's the there's a couple of surprises. There's a couple times where your heart will fucking come out your. I mean, obviously, obviously, a person like myself, I'm 
invested in these characters. I grew up with Star Wars. You know, there's some shit that fucking happens. And you're like, holy shit, you know, and you want to fucking fall out of your chair because you're like, oh my God, I can't believe that just fucking happened. And, uh, you know, so when stuff like that happened, I would say there's about three parts in the movie that fucking made me like, like almost cry. <laughs> I didn't cry, but but trust me, I was very very close to rolling a fucking tear. Um, you know, a lot of fun. You know, do they? And, and once again, not a spoiler. They do bring a whole lot of new fucking stuff to the story. There's a whole bunch of shit that, and I, not necessarily that it's not explained, but it's sort of it's sort of like you know. Uh, you know, you could say, oh, all this stuff already existed. We just didn't address it in the other movies. And now, now that we're in the last chapter, let's address it. Uh, so I highly recommend it. You know, I think even if you're a casual fan, um, I had a friend of mine say that they didn't see the other two sequels. They didn't see seven or eight and they're going to go see nine. And I'm like, mm, you may want to have to, you may want to, you kind of yeah, have to see seven see or eight. The other ones first. You know, you yeah. have to know who Finn is. You have to know who Ray is. You have to know, uh, you know, Poe Dameron is because it, 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 you know it, that's sort of stupid. <laughs> you're gonna go see nine without that is knowing. very stupid because you know you're not gonna get where these you know because these because obviously these movies focus on those characters. Yes, we see Luke, Leia, and Han, and you know other movies and stuff like that. Um, but you know this isn't about them. This is about the new characters. Uh, very fun. Once again, highly recommended. You know, is it a little disjointed? Do they do they throw a lot of fucking new shit into the continuity? Uh, but once again, I think it's it's sort of that deal with Ryan Johnson. You know, after killing Snoke in in the Last Jedi, and then like you know, uh, Kylo Ren, you know, asking Rey to join him and stuff like that. It it, it almost felt like a logical end. You know what I'm saying? She'll continue to be good, he'll continue to be bad, and, and they killed the, the really, really bad guy, and, you know, if you wanted to, you could have ended the series after, after The Last Jedi. But then, you know, Ryan Johnson, a asshole, you're, you gotta play, you gotta play nice with other people's toys. We all know this is supposed to be nine movies. Why would you end the movie that way when you know there has to be a movie after it? So, J.J. Abrams, like I said, did they add a lot of new shit to this movie that was, you know, now we have to accept this canon because, uh, you know, I'll, you know, we, yeah, you have to. But why? Because Ryan Johnson didn't want to play with J.J. Abrams' toys, and he wanted to do his own fucking thing. And had J- had Ryan Johnson, uh, you know, left something for J.J. Abrams to work with, <laughs> J.J. Abrams wouldn't have to fucking, uh, you know, uh, you know, add a lot more salt to the fucking soup, you know, <laughs> you know, because it's fucking you left him with nothing. He has to fucking add all this new shit. And I, I don't necessarily have a problem with them adding all this new shit. Because it was entertaining and, and the way they satisfied the end of the story. You know, of course they're going to be, you know, of course we're all going to be like, who was that guy? And why did they do this? And why did they do that? And sometimes you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. That's, they, they did that because they had to fucking do that. And these pers- these people, uh, okay, maybe where, you know, maybe it's not necessarily important where they come from. You know, later on, they'll probably explain where they came from. Just understand that they're there now and they're going to do what they have to fucking do. So, uh, you know, once again, that, that was my, uh, <laughs> my spoiler free review of Star Wars. Go see it. Yeah, um, you did well. You did and- well. With that, you know, uh, this week they released the episode of The Mandalorian before, um, The Rise of Skywalker. They are connected. There is a reason why The Mandalorian did that. It's not the end of the, if you've missed it, if you didn't see The Mandalorian or you don't have Disney Plus, it's, the whole world isn't gonna fucking end, uh, because you didn't see the episode of The Mandalorian. But they, I, I see what they did and there's definitely a connection. Uh, which I'm surprised. I'm actually glad they, f- I mean, but then not that Star Wars ever had a fucking TV show when, you know, when movies are out, but, um, you know, 
I can, you know, I, I think they had set it up where like, okay, this is going to be the episode that comes out the, the, the day Rise of Skywalker comes out. Let's add such and such and such and we'll release it early. So it'd be nice for the people that, you know, that kind of, and once again, it's, it's not the end of the world if you don't know what it is or whatever, but they, they, they are connected. Um, oh, and speaking of the Mandalorian, uh, the past two episodes. So, um, Episodes. I actually six. have to watch it myself. I have Disney Plus, but I need to watch it. It, it you know, like don't get me wrong. I I love the fucking series, but of the six or seven episodes, I believe that's I believe this was episode seven this week. The the week of the Skywalker Rise of Skywalker. Six and seven were so fucking good. Um, and uh, the writer of episode six was Christopher Yost. Uh, he's a he's a well known comic book writer or Yost or Y O S T. How would you pronounce that? Yost Yost. Um, and the, and the funny thing is he was like, and then in the next in episode seven, he's like he's credited as a contributor, but he wasn't the main writer. But you know, Christopher Yost is you know uh, he's worked on a shit ton of comic books um you know uh, they're they're getting people who really like this stuff um and this is this goes without spoiling anything uh comedian bill burr <laughs> is in episode six where he plays a uh everyone's not really spoiling he plays a a a former imperial sharpshooter and you know and the joke is you know how are you a fucking sharpshooter when the when the stormtroopers are known for fucking being horrible shots but he like he kind of i wasn't a stormtrooper i was a sharp you know like he kind of you know like you know i wasn't one of the fucking grunts i know how to shoot a gun and stuff like that and his whole gimmick is he has guns and he even has like a, he walks around with a backpack and when he like pulls his guns out, a robot arm comes out of the backpack holding yet another gun. <laughs> so like he has almost like he has three guns when he's shooting at people. Um, I just found it weird because Bill Burr is notoriously like not a nerd or not a person of, and, and, uh, I guess I could, I guess not, it's not really spoiling. Um, Richard Adenoy, Ad- Adnoye, whatever the hell's name. The, the, if you ever watch the show, the IT crowd, uh, the, the, the dark skinned guy with the glasses and the afro, he's the voice of the, the robot. Uh, Clancy Brown, uh, you know, a wonderful character actor, Clancy Brown, voice actor. Um, he plays a, a Darvan for, for the people. The Darvan are like, when you remember in Star Wars, A New Hope, uh, they go into, they go into Moss Eisley Cantina and there's like a character that looks like a devil. Like he has devil horns, and he has a devil face. He plays one of those devil aliens. Um, as a Richard Adenoy, whatever the hell's name, he's the voice of the robot. And then Bill Burr is a, uh, and then the girl who, I'm not big into Harry Potter, but the girl who played Tonks in Harry Potter, she plays a Twi'lek. The, those are the people who have the, 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 the two, uh, tentacles that come out of the back of their head. And, um, and, uh, and once again, Bill Burr. But the funny thing is, here you got aliens, aliens, aliens. Bill Burr still has his fucking Boston accent, you know. Hey, you, Mandalorian, how you doing? You know, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> even in Galaxy Far, Far Away, we got fucking assholes from, from Massachusetts. We got massholes. Um, so, uh, once again, episodes six and seven are so fucking good. Um, and what, you know, and once again, keep in mind, this is all, you know, Dave Filoni and John Favreau are watching over it so they're 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 keeping the and once again it's every episode isn't some big giant spectacle and 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 you know it's not it's sometimes there's these short quiet stories and and you know it it, you know once you know because if i didn't dave filoni also work on samurai jack or am i fucking or am i imagining it i don't think he worked on samurai jack i mean i could be wrong but i i don't i'm sure that would have been said 
Okay, no, it's, uh, but I'm just saying, I mean, the point is, because uh, somewhere in a podcast, someone had said that uh, the Mandalorian reminds them of Samurai Jack, and then another person said, oh, yeah, because Dave Filoni worked on both of them. So, uh, I mean, don't quote me on that, but, you know, uh, you know, there, there, are, there are samurai elements to the show. There are Western elements to the show. Um, you know, as I, I nitpick because I'm like, oh, yeah, here's a character that looks like another character, but it's not that character. Like I said, we got a baby Yoda. Uh, we got an IG-88, but it's not IG-88, IG-11. You know, we got a Mandalorian, but it's not Boba Fett. You know, uh, so the stuff like that, you know, where we got characters that look like other characters that we know and love, but they're not. They're, they're different people, so they can tell us a whole new story without fucking up the canon of the original saga. Um, so once again, I like the Mandalorian. It's pretty good. Uh, Rick and Morty, uh, they've had their last episode of this year. Uh, for those who follow Dan Harmon and his podcast, like he, you know, his, he, his podcast has had their last episode episode 360 um and you know I, a lot of people just speculating that you know he's he's now you know the the rick and morty machine <laughs> you know they're putting out their next 70 episodes or whatever so uh you know uh you know probably over the next seven years or whatever like they're gonna put out like 10 episodes a year or something to that effect so uh yeah i would i i the one thing I want to say about that is... I mean, they haven't officially said it, but I'm just saying, if you're saying 70 episodes over this next seven years... I think there's going to be, like, five episodes, like, yeah. every single season, so that's yeah. probably what it is. Yeah, I was saying, it just it would just naturally assume that, you know, yeah, that there's there'll be five seasons, five episodes in the beginning of the year, five episodes in the end of the year, and so, you know, Dan Harmon has to, you know, he's stopped, he's stopped doing his podcast because he's got to you know, he's got a big commitment ahead of him. And then, you know, especially these shows are so clever and stuff like that. You know, I'm pretty sure he doesn't want to half-ass it. And, and, and the, and actually, I'm super surprised, and this isn't like a spoiler spoiler, but the last episode this year, they do a time travel episode. But, uh, but, uh, there, if, I mean, and it's not, well, I, the time travel involves aliens from another planet. They're the ones literally doing the time travel. So I think, cause you know, the, the, the guys from Rick and Morty had always said, we're never going to do a time travel episode. And I think they're technically, or, or, or Rick and Morty will never do time travel. So there is time travel, there is a time travel element, but it's not Rick and Morty. It's, it's these aliens and I won't get into it because, but the, you know, there's a whole scene, and, and once again, if you already saw the episode, you're like, Chris, just say what it is. But, like, there's a good couple of minutes in the episode where nobody says anything in English. They're talking all alien language. And I love it because, you know, they tell the story without having to use, you know, real words. It's all just, you know, alien language. I, I, and once again... It's it's it, it's not much, but it's brilliant. You know, it's you know to do a risk like that where you have characters that aren't even fucking speaking English for a while. I heard that part. Uh, <laughs> and then we have uh, so uh, yeah, it's Rick and Morty until next year. Uh, the DC app had um, the DC Universe app uh, for the time being. They had released the first episodes of of Harley Quinn. The very very first episode. It was on it was on the TBS website. It was on YouTube. They and the funny thing is, and, and on the actual DC page, uh, but it, like they kind of had it out there, but they put they put that shit back real fucking quick. Um, you know, like I, you know, they wanted to tease people and get people to fucking go and spend money on it. And the, and here you're gonna laugh or whatever. I've actually I cannot find Harley Quinn on any of the fucking illegal sites because <laughs> trust me, I've been looking. Um, so I guess you know, kudos to to Warner Brothers for keeping that shit tight because. Um, 
I can't find. But then again, like I want to say, like years and years and years ago, I think like when the Dark Knight, when 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 uh when Batman Begins came out, I had downloaded it from like a BitTorrent site uh, when I was still married at the time, and I was paying the cable bill, but it was in my wife's name, and so but so she got a letter like saying like you know we got your ip address and and you're downloading our intellectual property and we can sue you and stuff like that and of course my wife had a fucking heart attack and i'm like look this is they're just saying they're just trying to scare you or whatever and especially i felt bad because it was my fault <laughs> for bit torrenting like batman begins so i mean maybe maybe warner brothers are being very vigilant on on you know if there's any sites or anything that, that are hosting the harley quinn show or any of the other shows that they have um but on black friday i did buy uh they did have out on DVD, even though it, at first it was just for the it was just for the website. The the Titans show uh, on Black Friday, I bought the Titans on DVD. So like, I think they're smart enough knowing that they can they can you know if it's popular. And I mean, there's Netflix shows that are out on DVD and like like and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt and, and Stranger Things and stuff like that. So uh, got that. Um, the Ghostbusters Afterlife trailer you know it's been so long since our last episode so uh, yes it has it, it looks fucking awesome um i like the fact that they made this trailer scary you know these aren't j- and then and once again like when you watch the first fucking the, the first ghostbusters all the ghosts other than fucking you know i mean stay puff marshmallow man is whatever but like you know when they see the ghost in the library the old lady that you know turns into a fucking bigger monster um you know when the fucking the guy goes into the cab and there's a fucking like zombie driving the fucking cab you know and then the ghosts are flying through the city like okay yes ghost the original ghostbusters is a comedy and this one i'm pretty sure is gonna be a comedy also and has paul rudd and everything like that but the ghosts were always very serious i mean once again besides fucking stay puff marshmallow man the ghosts were fucking scary you know when slimer goes after fucking vankman you know i mean they made a joke about it yeah he's slimy but that thing coming at you that when i was a kid that terrified the fuck out of me so i like that they're not making it a goof it's not like these it's not gonna be you know it's not goofy you know goofy ghosts and shit like that you know it's a legit fucking scary threatening thing that's happening and then you know then you know then they have ecto one and you have a ghost trap and uh obviously like the the girl is like the god the granddaughter of egon and you know and, and she finds this stuff and one and then that gives us you know uh where you can explain that oh egon's dead <laughs> you know that the egon you know uh, egon's dead and his granddaughter finds his 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 ghostbuster stash or whatever the case may be so and she's and she's the one smart enough to figure out how he hit it like you know she figured out she figures out the pattern or whatever so she can unlock his 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 stuff so you know now you could kind of explain why there's why there's no egon in this universe because he died you know for whatever reason you know, natural causes or whatever maybe he got hit by a fucking building or you got attacked by a ghost whatever but you know uh they're smart enough where they can have a sequel and then of course you know they bring finn wolfhard from stranger things so you know you get the kids into it and stuff like that you know but i like that i do like the fact that the trailer kept it serious in a weird way and of course i'm pretty sure you know as, as the movie gets closer we'll see the goofy comedy stuff whatever but you know this one you know it's fucking holy shit what the fuck's going on um black widow looks cool uh it's sort of, it's sort of, obviously it's a prequel because Black Widow's dead. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you haven't seen Endgame. Um, Wonder- you spoiled it for me. <laughs> uh wonder woman 84 and it's funny like it's they like black widow and wonder woman 84 both came out in like like a day or two apart when they came out 
And they're both sort of like in the middle of the universes. Like Black Widow kind of goes, I, I forgot what movies Black Widow's in between. I think it's before Infinity War. Like that's when the Black Widow movie takes place. I could be wrong. Um, and then the fun, then you have Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman 84, where, you know, between the first Wonder Woman movie and like Justice League or, or Batman v Superman, when, when they, when, you know, the Batman, you know, they have the files on her and shit like that. Uh, it is sort of like in the middle of these universes. And so I just, I just found that a, a cute, interesting uh, coincidence. Um, and uh, speaking of uh, Justice League, uh, director Zack Snyder had released. Uh, he had he he tweeted. He showed these reels, you know, like the big the big canisters that that film reels come in, and it says, you know, JL director's cut. And I think it's a bunch of fucking bullshit because. There's no way he has a director's cut. And let's just say, even if he did, it's not going to be a director's cut. What's in those reels right now, you cannot release to the public. Only because people have to do special effects. Yeah, he may have shot the human beings part, and he may have cut the human beings part in, 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 you know, in the order that he likes and as long as he likes and stuff like that. And, you know, there's probably tons of stuff there that wasn't released in the theatrical cut that we all saw. But once again, Someone has to go in and do the special effects and make the monsters and do this and this and do that. So my theory is that when the Warner Brothers, and I might have said this in the last episode, uh, when Warner Brothers finally comes out with their own app, you know, that, that absorbs the DC universe and all that shit. When the Warner Brothers do their own app, I guarantee you that they're going to have one of the things d- opening day is the Justice League Snyder Cut, you know, so for all these people that have released the Snyder Cut, for these, and you know, and they'll announce the Warner Brothers app, they'll, they'll announce, and once again, this is me speculating. It'll be on HBO Max. Yeah. They'll say, you know, then by then they'll go, okay, get all the CGI. You know, that, you know, they already put money into this movie, but they could put more money in the quote unquote director's cut, but it's used to bring people to come to the streaming service. So, mm-hmm. um, once again, that's just totally my, uh, my thing. I, I, I think you're onto something there, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, and speaking of streaming services and, and, um, uh, a ghost is being brought back from the dead. Uh, this, and I don't know if you want to talk about this, uh, symbiotic. Oh, I'll talk about this because I wasn't on the, I wasn't on the other show. So, <laughs> symbiotic so, Titan is coming to fucking Netflix. Or yeah, so so it seems Warner Media decided that they just wanted to dump a bunch of shows that they're not. Well, it looks like a bunch of Scooby Doo shows. Um, because what happened was is a bunch of Scooby Doo. I think it was, I think it was just movies. It could have been maybe one or two of the series. Cause God knows how many of them are out there. At this <laughs> yeah. Um, but in that dump, all of a sudden symbionic yeah. Titan showed up on Netflix and everybody went, I mean, I posted it. Chris, let, let me give you let me give you some some perspective. You know how many I, I do brag sometimes about how many how many like followers we have on Twitter mm-hmm. uh, for uh, on Toonami News. But here's the thing, dude. I don't think I've ever had a post have so many retweets and likes in my whole since this this site was created. Like I'm I'm not even kidding you. Like I'm I'm trying to pull it up so I can read. Uh, let's see. For this, just just posting that it's on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2,200 retweets oh. <laughs> and 6,359 likes. Wow. Holy shit. Like, I, I literally, like, retweeted that on my personal profile and went, hey, uh, Warner Media, uh, Adult Swim, Cartoon Network, maybe you want to look at this. Maybe you want to keep an eye on this because the, the, 
here's a little context why it's such a big thing. The the thing that a lot of us have been, and this goes with another show that I know mm-hmm. Chris likes, which is Megas XLR. Um, Megas XLR and Symbiotic Titan have are still out there. They're actually, you can only buy them on iTunes and you can buy that. Then it's the episodes and you can buy it on a Microsoft store, which is really weird. And I don't know why, but whatever, we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> I mm. don't know why. Yeah, the, the point is, the, yeah, the point is that it, so, it left cable. And then what happened was, is when they wrote off Megas XLR. Mm. Oh, go on. I'm sorry. Well, let, let me, let me, let me kind of give it some more context. So, so when it when it left cable at the time, there were no digital there were no quote unquote digital rights for these shows. So because they were written off, these shows actually didn't have digital rights at the time. So what does that mean? That means that the digital rights, which you can obviously see they were using to sell the episodes on iTunes and that, um, were still out there. But here's the problem. We didn't know if it could stream or, you know, like, like other shows are doing out there, like on Netflix and Amazon Prime and all these other streaming services. So for this to just randomly show up on Netflix is a big deal. It's a very big deal because you're sitting here going, okay, so what you're saying is the digital rights never got written off for this. So what are we doing with this? <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, are, are we are we able to play this? Are we able, I mean, not play this. Are we able to get another season of this? Like, same thing. I guess the the question now is if this can happen with Symbionic Titan, can this happen with Megas XLR? Mm-hmm. And then the next logical question is is does this mean that other seasons of these shows can be made? You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? So it, it's it's a very interesting time right now because we're we're kind of waiting to see if Megas XLR pops up and once once it does pop up that's when we can kind of go okay now we now we know that something's going on here because here's here's the thing i don't give a shit if it's netflix that does it i don't give a shit if it's warner media's streaming service hbo max that does it if there's digital rights and the digital rights are there and you can still make a a second season of of it but it can only be on streaming fucking do it Mm mm-hmm that's all I'm saying. And it's smart because what you do is like you put the first season out there just to get interest. Like, hey, everybody, let's catch you up on what the fuck is going on. And then, you know, then boom, you know, you know, no, oh, you like that? <laughs> well, here's some more that, you know, that you could only get on our streaming site. So, uh, yeah, yeah, once again, like, and Symbiotic Titan and Symbionic Titan and, and Megas XLR sort of, you know, they, 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 they come from the same DNA. I mean, I mean, not necessarily like they weren't made by the same people or anything like that, but I mean, their fan base, you know, and, and the Venn diagram of the, both their fan bases, they kind of overlap each other. You know, people who like Symbionic Titan like Megas XLR, people like Megas XLR like Symbionic Titan, you know, and even George Kerstick, once again, you know, the, the Megas XLR is woven into our the DNA of this fucking podcast uh even george kerstick was sort of like he had tweeted the fucking you know symbiotic titan coming to, to netflix and he's like you know even he said could could megas xlr be back you know uh, could this mean also that megas xlr would be back which of course would be great i mean un, you know who knows maybe for the time being maybe they're not saying anything because they can say anything <laughs> but you know true uh, you know tit you know tit mouse the you know the original studio is fully up and running and i'm pretty sure you know they'd be more than happy <laughs> you know to get you know bring more work and bring one they basically like what do they want to be damn original 
uh, uh titmouse uh, cartoons uh back to the air so you know it would be it would be great and i if obviously i'd be i'd lose my fucking shit if that show was to come back uh you know that's sort of i think i think once that show comes back i can retire i guess <laughs> the podcast is over we i want the show to come back we got it back as it <laughs> no nah, i wouldn't do that um but yeah, I, so it definitely shows, you know, Mega XLR unfortunately just got caught in that limbo as, as, as streaming rights, you know, you know, and it came out at a time before Netflix, before, you know, before anybody was really streaming anything when people, you know, people were trying to put stuff online and, you know, webisodes and all that shit that didn't really go through. But, you know, now fucking everything is on an app and, 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 and these, these, uh, these app, the people who create an app are, are, looking for content they need content to put on these apps so why not fucking you know oh that was written off before okay you know what fuck it we're, we're writing it back on <laughs> let's make some money off this fucking thing you know and and, and you know now that uh, streaming rights have become a little more well defined uh you know they can let's make some money off this motherfucker um and that's uh you know uh you know uh i've been watching it's funny i i i you think I'd watch it earlier, but I've been watching um, Ash versus the Evil Dead on Netflix. Uh, it was originally on St- the Stars Network, uh, but it's on Netflix now. It's fucking awesome. Um, as we record this today, uh, the Witcher TV show is on Netflix, starring Henry Cavill, aka you know uh, Superman from the most recent movies. Uh, I I never played the games, but I have pe- I know a lot of people that are very excited about that. Um, and then uh, R.I.P. to I'm gonna fuck up this guy's name because I don't know I've never heard it said a lot. Rene Albergenois, Albergenois, uh, basically the guy who played Odo on uh, Deep Space Nine uh, passed away. And once again, and and I liked. He was on a show years ago called Benson, and I don't know, young people don't remember that movie, that show, but it was a, it was a funny show. And like you know, the joke was because Benson at that particular time, you know, it was like early '80s, and it was about like you know, a, a black guy becoming the mayor. No, no, a black guy becoming the governor, but he was like the lieutenant governor, uh, because the main, you know, the governor died or something like that. And, you know, what they weren't expecting him, you know, and it was played by, um, oh my God, Dubois. He's the guy that does the voice of Rafiki, (laughs) uh, from Lion King. Uh, shit I, I forgot his name but you know and it was you know the whole joke of the show is that like you know people were like surprised that a black guy was in charge i mean once again this is the early 80s so you have to figure him for the time period and then uh rene aubergenois the guy who played odo uh he played a character called clayton who was like this real fucking elitist you know rich asshole you know head up his ass you know one of those people like oh you don't drink fucking you know you don't drink uh moe at every meal you know you don't drink you don't eat caviar every meal and, you know and so you know him but uh butting heads with uh with benson and it was very classic you know you know rich white guy you know and you know can't fucking possibly fathom the idea that you know a black guy could be his boss and stuff like that uh it was pretty fucking funny and uh you know it was it was was super awesome so uh, rest in peace and of course you know just odo in general from d space nine and 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 all the storylines with quark and being you know a cop and a guy who's a crook and uh, they were kind of friends but they were always you know like they they had a rivalry that that went for so long that they actually turned into friends you know so i think that was you know uh, he he was great as odo on on deep space nine yes Um, he was 
And uh, that's all I have. Is if there's anything you want to throw in there before we wrap it up? No, I'm uh, I'm I'm good. Okay, so let's wrap it up. That's, that's what, what she said. said. Uh, please visit twostrangeswellpodcast.com or .net. You can find all things show related. You can find links to our iTunes. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can download it there. If you don't have an iPhone, iPad, or iPod, you can uh, find us on the Stitcher app. That's S T I T C H E R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. Um, I, what I do is I put on listen later and, uh, available offline. So then I can, uh, listen to my shows when I'm out and about, if I'm running errands and stuff like that without killing my data, without killing my battery. Um, and of course, uh, every podcast worth listening to is on Stitcher, including Paul's other baby, the Tsunami Faithful podcast. Um, all available on and Stitcher. the Demon Slayer podcast and the Demon Slayer podcast and uh, the uh, Varun, uh, the host of the show. Oh, no, I'm sorry, I don't. Does he does he not use his real name? Eh, just say V Lord. V Lord <laughs> sounds like fucking like an insult. It's not like Virgin Lord. Uh, the uh, V Lord, uh, the host of the show, was he actually went. Uh, him and I went to New York Comic Con together. Uh, well, you know, he was busy actually working i was goofing off uh <laughs> but uh you know like i had made a joke earlier like he is such a he has such a good speaking voice you know he's he's you know he has a, he definitely has a voice uh for podcasting and stuff like that and i'm not saying that to be sarcastic he, he has a actually very pleasant uh, speaking voice um so he uh to check those out demon slayer podcast the tsunami faithful podcast um we want your money we need your money and until i set up a patreon and one day i do it i promise this as soon as i get my fucking house in order <laughs> I think he, I'm gonna he promises, say, folks. He promises. I promise. I'll, I'll get a Patreon up and stuff like that, and then I, I have some cool gifts to, to give and, and stuff like that. Um, but uh, until then, uh, wait, wait. He, does everybody want to hear how much I believe that? Hold on. Oh, wait. I gotta see. Bullshit. <clears throat> I want um, to. Trust me. I want to. It's just I just I got so much other shit going on in my life, and not to mention just being. Uh, you know, I'm lazy also. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what it is. I'm busy and I'm lazy. So that's a bad combination. Um, so, uh, you, you, we want you, but if it, until then, you could also, uh, share and like us on Facebook. Share us with your friends. Let them know so you don't have to give us a dollar. It takes two seconds to share and like us on any kind of social media. Tell your people that, you know, that, uh, you enjoy, you enjoy this podcast. You think it's fun. The guys are cool. Uh, Chris has a big dick. Whatever you want to say, just say what, huh. you know, and, uh, you know, let us, you know, let, let other people know about the podcast. Um, you could also, uh, write to us if you want to write to us, like Oscar and I, I always, whenever I say that, I always forget to check the email, but I'd have to check the email. And of course he's still under whatever earthquake rubble, uh, he's under, he hasn't written the show in a while, but yeah, c'est la vie. It is what it is. But if you want to write to us and curse us out like Oscar used to, uh, you can write to us at two strangers, one podcast at gmail.com. That's two strangers, one podcast at gmail.com. All spelled out. Uh, we're on Twitter at Stranger Podcast. And for the episodes, oh, I'm sorry. And of course, we said iTunes, Stitcher. You can go right to our hosting site, SoundCloud. And I make all the episodes available for download. If you want to go back and listen to other seven, eight years worth of fucking podcasts, you can also uh, listen to them on YouTube. Let's get those numbers up. Let's see. Let me see if I can get more than a dollar seventeen. Uh, on YouTube, and if you want to go back and listen to old episodes, uh, you can do so. You could also find my Stranger Vlogs, uh, where, uh, 
you know, you'll see, uh, you know, stuff from Comic Con, stuff, uh, videos that I've just made just ranting about how I hate society and I wish everybody would die, um, and stuff like that. You could listen to music. I, I have music that I've actually made. It's on our YouTube page, uh, to, you know, just search for YouTube. Just go on YouTube and search for Two Strangers One Podcast. Um, and then there's also my audiobook, Out I See a Tale from the Road. If you want to, you can totally listen to it totally for free. It's like, getting a free audiobook but it's by a guy that you kind of know because he, he listens to the podcast he hosts um and i can't think of anything else i acquiesce the floor to you sir all right let me try to stay awake um <laughs> so you can find me on twitter at paul Biscrillo. you can email me like oscar knows paul Biscrillo at tunamifaithful.com and um i mean that's pretty much it unless you follow the tsunami unless you're on the tsunami faithful discord and you can just at me paul Pascrillo there and like chris said you can listen to me on the tsunami faithful podcast and sometimes on the demon slayer podcast but i mostly just executively produce that so <laughs> but uh please do if you like if you like the anime demon slayer please do check that out and support us and yeah oh um one other thing i will say is we we did an interview with um Brooke Chalmers, he's the oh, I can't remember what the he he's one of the he's he's the English dub voice actor for Rokudaki. Um so you guys should check that interview out. Um again that's uh you can go to tsunamifaithful.com slash demon slayer to listen Demon Slayer podcast to listen to all of the episodes. Um but we're also available on pretty much every single podcast app, so yeah, I'm done. All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening, had as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers One Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Paul. Don't be a stranger. Peace. Oh no, you say peace, right? Peace. We're out. Bye. You should. I do be say happy. peace. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I think we're lagging again. Probably. Mm-hmm. All right, here we go, man. Go ahead. You want to read double it? jackpot? What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris Cologne? Smells good to me. (laughs) (laughs) Look at her. That broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like, hee. But it is spelled C-O-L-O-N. Him punny. But... <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist, Eric, who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialist, Lynette. And I, 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 oh, fucking. Are you sure I didn't write this? Uh, I, I, it sounds hauntingly familiar. He starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively, su- sorry, creatively supportive woman, Nadia. Oh, I, I gotta meet her. Where's the Nadia? There's your summer girlfriend. Summer Nadia is Nadia. Nadia? Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning re- as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, yeah, man. Is. Look at her, fucking. She's impressed. I am. Summer. She got some summer reading. Christopher Cologne smells real lovely with an original idea. This is. I've never heard this before. I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit as Kev's Clerks. Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You could stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like, hey, remember Clerks? This is nothing like that. This is way more original than Clerks. This is a good idea, man. Why didn't I think of this? I need something to read. This book is part of the Comic Books Heavy Metal Video Games Trilogy Book 2, 
Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, coming soon. Right on, man. It's part of a trilogy. This is the first part. Way to write, man. He's seeking a literary agent. Motherfuckers, anybody out there? There ain't no literary agents listening to this show, I assure you, sure. Sure. I assure you, sure. But somebody know a literary agent? Hook a motherfucker up! Chris Cologne come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin. That's a good fucking idea, to be honest with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. (laughs) Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I want to run it past him, man. I want to, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Cologne. I get a a whiff, if you will. The book could also be ordered on www.com. L-U-L-U dot com. That's Lulu dot com. I understand that. I just want to spell it out. <laughs> <laughs> Normally one says it, that spells it. Still, Lulu dot com. What is that? Do you know what it is? I don't know. All right. The book could also be ordered on www dot Lulu dot com. Search for Double Jackpot Christopher Cologne. A paperback version of the book is $15 and a PDF file is only five bucks. Five dollars is yeah. insanely inexpensive. Fifteen is not even that bad for a hard for a paperback version. No, this is a million dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on, come! I, like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm gonna make that smelly joke. I all. know you're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne, man. It's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker. I will and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's, how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it. And you could sell them fucking both chicks. Maybe a little penetration. Maybe a butthole shot. No butthole, no care. I would like to formally apologize to Christopher Cologne. Right no, now, sex but... sells. Chris Cologne will appreciate that. He's like, thanks for throwing a few buttholes in there, man. Don't forget to check out twostrangersonepodcast.net, your one-stop resource for everything show-related. You can find links to subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. You could also find links to buy my book, Double Jackpot, on twostrangersonepodcast.net. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out.